Today's Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast is brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. One agent looking out for all of your insurance needs, whether it be home, auto, renters, business, or life insurance, Travis does it all. You could reach him at 812-295-3129 or check him out on Facebook. They do more than just cover you at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. They care for you. Get the level of attention you deserve for all your insurance needs. Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Well, another golf week, another <laughs> Team Brothers victory. So I guess you are officially the uh, B3 golf champion. I, you know, now that you say that, yeah, I guess so. 2-0, 6.5 to 3.5 last week, 6.5 to 3.5 this week. You don't like me either now, do you? I don't really know if i can control all these media requests that are going to come in for this i mean yeah this you is, mean van pelt last week after the big victory this um, is crazy i mean who will uh the last dance part two i was gonna say they may do a documentary it's gonna time. be your last dance all right <laughs> <sighs> we were tied and we lost four in a row it was it was good yeah we were tied too last week before we teed off <laughs> yeah you were we were in it long. We were in it a little while, but uh, my partner took ten putts on the first three holes, and I missed a couple of five footers for that would have at least halved a hole. And then I snap hooked one and made a triple on four. So I was scared after the first hole. Brian Birdie's number seven, and I'm like, oh, here we go. But I'm sitting on the green, and I can't do anything. Yeah. Mm. Without that stupid snap hook, I still you still beat us, but I would have salvaged a score. I wouldn't have. Yeah, been totally defeated in every facet, but so the fourteen need, down to ten. Well, anyway, thanks. That's the show for this evening. Goodbye. Right. I need. The, where's the belt? <laughs> yeah, no the, kidding. We're gonna have to get one made. Uh, we'll give you a belt. <laughs> <laughs> belt to your ass here in a minute. So anyway, I will. I will say when I lose, it was a good match, but the brothers were just too good for us tonight. Thank you. That's Colton, gonna his son you. nearly drove four. He nearly drove five. On one, he was, what, 90 yards out after hitting an iron, iron. off the tee on a par. <clears throat> on a par five. Roids. So I heard a little mumbling across the, the fairway. At, I think it was on number five. I heard a little mumbling across from their cart, I thought. So. Well, Twitch said, where's Colton? I said, he's almost on the damn green. <laughs> Did he birdie it? No, I birdied it. Yeah, Chris had a great shot. That was a good shot you had. Yeah. Hey, I want to say something real quick, and it's just because I'm an asshole, and um, I know a lot of people that listen to this play Country Oaks Golf Club, and if you know people that play, ask them to at least follow some of the rules on this golf course and quit driving practically on the greens and and in the bunkers. And we've got a nice golf course here. Um, And uh, just take care of it, please. Concur. Um, you know, the guys that give a crap shouldn't have to be buttholes and, and say anything. And uh, I'll get off my soapbox here. But if you know people that play at Country Oaks and you happen to listen to this podcast, just, you know, or if you play at Country Oaks, follow the damn rules, please. Yeah. And, and, and truthfully and honestly, that goes for any golf course. Right? Yeah. I mean, but especially here because this is our home course. Exactly. I mean, this is uh, we're, we're running into a few situations over the last three weeks and people are taking it for granted. And we're talking about people that can get out of golf cart and walk yep there you go i mean we're you know it's an outdoor sport folks you're not uh you're not sitting i'm a fat ass and i can park it on the cart so i shouldn't do that at augusta in november if you're playing augusta no you can do whatever you want (laughs) i won't be playing that speaking of while we're at it if you're gonna play golf anytime soon and you want to follow <laughs> rules and act like a human being on a golf course um go to country oaks golf club montgomery indiana right on route 50 between washington and montgomery greens are good and getting better fairways are good and getting better tee boxes are always good for uh, players of all abilities come on out and play country oaks uh 812-486-3300 and they will take care of you with the tee time and uh just take care of the dang course while you're here right Yes. You said players for all abilities. That includes me. Hey, I don't want what you're yeah, we done. Don't, yeah, you're done. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want to hear it anymore. You're about to get, oh, you're about, let's see, there's some hand sanitizers, a bottle. There's a lot of throwing. If he start, I'm just going to turn the music up. And see, check, check. If he's, <laughs> if he's going to start crying. No, but anyway, go play Country Oaks, take care of it, and we would all appreciate it. Um, speaking of golf, uh, well, let's wait on golf. we got a little baseball news coming. Um, the players made a counter offer, right? Yeah, yeah. 
when the owner said they only want to do what 50 games <laughs> owner said 50 i think the player said 112 right. or something like I that think 80 would be a good number and half the season prorated money and stuff like that I yeah, think. yeah yeah and i think that's what the player the players aren't wanting to take any more pay cuts correct but and, still, but you know, they can't get their full salary. We do the same thing. I mean, I would. I mean, yeah. you, you got to ask. You know, you you got to shoot high, and you know, if you. I, I heard a good point, I, and I I should have paid attention, but I was I was driving to Country Oaks of the league tonight. Guy Speaking of Country Oaks, guy, guy was. <laughs> if you're gonna play, good. Guy was on the radio, and, and it was a player, and I, I don't know. I think he was a player's representative, and I should have took the name and everything else. He said, "You know, when all this came down, the owners wanted to play a lot of games." Yeah, and the right. player and the players wanted to play a lot of games. Right, he says, and now now money's getting involved. Now he, he, that's exactly what he said. He goes, now the owners want to do all this crazy crap. Yeah. Uh, if they do not have a season, an NBA, NFL, NHL all do. Oh yeah, they're going to lose a lot of fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, PGA starts next week. Well, and these two, you know, at, at the negotiation table, these two don't have a. A great history, you know, with work stoppages and missing World Series and this and that. So. Well, it, yeah. and, and that, that goes back to that exactly. How many fans did you lose when it went on strike the first time? Right. And now you're now it's just I mean it it's just about money and it's about games and I I don't know. Yeah. I mean Korean baseball league is just going to take over. Yeah. There you go. You had a big win, right? Yeah. I, I, I use the Chris Brother strategy. I don't have three for three. I don't have much gambling this week, story. So I'm going to leave that to you for I'm our waiting, gambling I'm, segment. I'm waiting for PGA. I'm <laughs> waiting week. for PGA. So, but I texted you today because you did what? Bears, tigers, and lions. Lions and tigers oh and bears. Yes. Oh I'm like, oh my god. I told you. He's got no one to do it. That's like using a Russian ping pong name. <laughs> <laughs> but so back to baseball real quick though. So somebody asked earlier today on one of the shows, if somebody bats four hundred and only plays fifty games, does that count? I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like there's no way you can no, count no. that. No. Which I don't think anybody would do it anyway. Really. No, I wouldn't. People say. are lucky to bat three hundred anymore. Yeah. I, no, I I I think everybody's in it would be in agreement that that's not going to count. So the real question, if there's only 50 games, how many games back is the Pirates? Well, I think you can safely say they're already 10 back. And they haven't started yet. <laughs> that is a good question, though. I would say... I still if, say it's I, 10. I, I, I wanted to say 10, but he's already took 10. So I'm going to say... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 12. <laughs> I hate to say that out of 50 games, though. God, start that's hot. A, that's a lot. They only do start hot. They might yeah, win. That's true. Wow. Yeah, they're they're probably the only uh, players rep from the Pirates is, is wanting to agree with the owners <laughs> and have less games. Yes. <laughs> probably sitting in the owner's box right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm home for 80, half the season. That'd be... Yeah, that'd be good because let's say they start 4th of July, which is give or take the all-star break. And so that so that would going to November probably, but yeah, yeah, I think that's the the thing that I saw this morning. They were wanting to play almost regular season until the first of November. Yeah. Could get interesting though if you have the Yankees versus the Red, Red you, Sox, yeah, or the, or the White or, Sox, or well, yeah, they said Cubs early on exactly. Pretty good those types would have to them. move down to Arizona, like in the playoffs if so, it's that cold. Okay, yeah, that's what my next question was. So I didn't see that. So now I'm shocked that they're saying this because. When we play baseball regularly in October, it's cold, right? For some of these uh, northern teams, yeah. so where are they, are they going to be in their own stadiums? Or are they going to be centralized? I, in the, I think if you would do, I think you'd have to make everybody centralized. I would think you can't let one team play in their home, home yeah. one team not. So we're we going back to Grapefruit League and Cactus League. That's what I would yeah. do because if you're not going to allow fans for the first half anyway why yep. why play in a forty thousand seat stadium and if you're only mm -hmm. going to play those 10 teams that you're going to play right right because really 50 games heck you could just play the eisner division because i think you about play that many anyway yeah well it'll be interesting to see i don't know well hopefully by next week we'll uh we'll have some answers and we can start talking and i i think we are on the cusp of of a sports show with with a lots of sports so getting there there yeah we're getting there so the listeners that have have started with us um thank you and uh, it's i think it's going only going to get better although last week's episode got rave reviews from everyone i talked to um so well not everyone well yeah most most <laughs> Blake didn't review it very. Yeah, we got a one star rating, and I looked, and it was B. Burkhart. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> it was Bill. 
No. <laughs> he can't even find no, it. I know. <laughs> you have to ask me. Cause, cause how Uncle, do I go to the damn thing? Because Uncle Mike says he's he hasn't listened and he's going to start listening. Uh, so, I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of golf, we've got some big events coming up that we talked about last week. Tomorrow, actually, um, is the Senior Open at Franklin and uh, Bar Reeve. Colton Brothers is playing in that, so we wish him the best of luck. Even after tonight, um, you do? Yeah, I do. I yeah. was I was rooting for him. I, <laughs> I do. Too. You know what? Yeah. I I I really probably if we would have played the brothers in three weeks, I would have really given the kid a hard time and, and gotten his head. But he's got two very big competitions <laughs> coming up, so I just uh, I kept my mouth shut and let him play, and he's hitting it well. So let's uh, let's hope that that he can get going and have a good day tomorrow, make it to Thursday, and then we'll come in here and, and hopefully do something in that team event. Um, so, Chris, you want to kind of announce our first guest? Yeah, our first guest is uh, Coach Josh Bryant. He is the Westfield High School boys coach. But more than anything, he is the Indiana High School Golf Coaches Association yep. current president. Um, they are the ones that have put – this senior open that my son's going to go play in tomorrow and hopefully top 40, but we'll see for the Thursday. And then they've put together this team event that our guys are going to play the following Monday here at country Oaks. So we've got him on the line. And uh, so we're, we're going to talk to him about how all this went down and everything else. And a little bit about how the, how the IHSA and them got together, you know, for the, to cancel the season, I, I should say, but yeah. you know, at least they talked a little bit, right? So. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's go to that interview, and then uh, we'll come back. And uh, then our second guest tonight is Malcolm Dubs, who is the South Knox golf coach, and he is coaching the squad out of Country Oaks in the team event. Uh, kind of teamed up there. Um, if you haven't heard, we've got two kids from Washington, uh, two kids from Bar Reeve, and uh, one kid. Malcolm's son from South Knox, and Malcolm was gracious enough to coach the team and been putting them through the paces. So then we'll uh, we'll talk to him as well. So and, and, let's uh, go ahead. Know, and actually, Malcolm joins us for the with Coach Brian. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm's going to sit in on that interview as well. So let's go ahead to to the interview with Coach Bryant. Hey, on the line with us, Coach Josh Bryant. Coach, how are you? I'm great. Great, guys. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, we're glad to. Thanks for being a part of the Birdies, Bourbon, and uh, Basketball podcast. We, we'll we'll talk more birdies than bourbon today, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Coach, uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. You're uh, head coach of Westfield uh, golf team, both, and an yep. assistant coach for the girls, right? Right, yeah. So, I've uh, been involved uh, in Westfield now for uh, quite a few years. Uh, both on the boys and girls side, so it's uh, got a uh, got a, quite a few good players come through, and and as you guys know, good players uh, uh, lead to success if if you can kind of wrangle them in the right direction. So yeah, yeah. Well, we we we've seen some of your players. We uh played the age group championship down in French Lake last year. Yeah, you had several down okay. there, I believe. Yeah, yeah. We you had several down there. So, but yeah, yeah. Well, you'll see. Uh, yeah, we've uh, checked in just uh, last week with the. Both uh, the boys and girls, and age group wise, I think we've got eleven or twelve between the two going down. So, oh wow, great! Uh, yeah, so it's uh, I say uh, it's a really nice two day event, and um, you know, let you kind of see what you're going to have the following year, and gives them a chance to play an overnight, you know, thirty six hole tournament. So it's uh, I, I love what they do in the IGA. I mean, yeah. it really sets us up apart from other states. I mean, the organization is just first class yeah for sure uh, i mean i, I loved it because i mean i don't get to play it but you know for our my son to be able to play over at pete die twice and you know and then and then donald ross i mean for the for the price you can't beat it you only missed a few holes for playing blackjack right yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i really thought that comment was going in another direction uh, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly so so also president of the i Indiana High School Golf Coaches Association. How long have you been doing that? Uh, so I, um, I was elected. So the, there's a process. I, I was elected a couple years back. Okay. And uh, they have you serve under um, uh, the outgoing president for a couple years. So that was John Hatter. Um, I don't know if you guys know him, but he's uh, he did, he's done a wonderful job. He's a huge resource for everybody. Um, uh, he's out of Lafayette, Jeff, and um, uh, 
uh, business owner up there and it's just given his time and devoted it to junior golf. So, uh, he was great to serve under. And, and this is, uh, my second year as, uh, I guess as the presiding president, um, it's almost hard to say it's second year because the, this year has been so, yeah. <laughs> so different than right. any of us have ever experienced. Yeah. So, right. And I, and I want to touch on that, you know, getting to the COVID there. Um, you know, when all this went down, I call it Black Friday because it was March 13th and it was that Friday that right. everything went yeah. down. Um, did did the IHSA, you know, with Chris Kaufman, did they reach out to you and, you know, did they did they say, hey, can we kind of make this work or are we just going to kill it? Or did was there any talks between, you know, the Golf Coaches Association, the IHSA, you know, Chris or anything of that na- nature? Uh, so we have um... – a, a really good relationship with Chris Kaufman and, and the IHSA. So um, we were in good communication with them as far as like kind of overview of kind of what it, what is happening. And, and it was so fluid that the day-to-day changes of what the rules are going to be um, right. from an IHSA standpoint, the, the, the day-to-day interaction with your own student athletes really falls at a school level. So I think all over the state, especially that week you're talking about, different schools are closing, different schools are saying they're going to stay open. And so the IHSA kind of had the same point of that if schools are closed, obviously you got to follow whatever rules are in place there. Right. Um, as they had the statewide closure, um, there were some discussions with the IHSA around what the potential end of the spring might look like. And uh, so before... Um, and I forget what day it was. I think it was around April 6th that the uh, uh, state of educate the state board came out and said schools would be closed throughout the rest of the year. Um, so before that, there were certainly conversations, I think, with all sports and their respective associations around what would an abbreviated season tournament look like. Yeah. But um, as uh, as it kept unfolding. Uh, you know, in the bigger picture, I think that it was just, it would have been, it, w- it would have been really tough to only have one or two state finals. Cause we right. all know, could you, could we have hosted a golf state finals? Absolutely. Yeah. Could we have hosted maybe, maybe a, a tennis state finals, but you start getting into baseball wasn't going to happen. Right. Softball wouldn't happen. And I think that that kind of led to, um, um, more of a publicity. It would just be tough, I guess, perception wise to favor one. Of course, you know, we're thinking, hey, you know, golf. I mean, who watches golf in the in the third week of June? I mean, we're kind of thrown out there at the end. It'd have been great for us to be the center of attention yeah. once, but uh, you know, I, I certainly understood, you know, their position once they had to make kind of a decision for all sports. Yeah. So, well, we've had that discussion yeah. too that you yeah. know, golf is and like you say, tennis. We we that potentially could have happened, but you you've got yeah. everybody else to worry right. about. Right. Sure. And we actually kind of thought we were gonna we were gonna get it and. I think we figured out we could have like eight matches, and we could get yeah. our, we could get our conference in there. We could get our sectional, even with the abbreviated schedule. But it, and having a senior, you know, that one hurt. So yeah, right. Which kind of leads us into it, tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's. it's yeah. I mean, our, our podcast is going to drop so we're, a little after that, so it'll drop on Thursday. But okay. um, you know, we'll be in that Thursday match on up there. You know. Okay. Or you guys will be. Yep. Right. <laughs> Wednesday. Night. Yeah. I'll be. I'll right. be. I'll yeah. be. I'll be at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. Uh, touch on touch on the senior open and you. Did you and Ted and Legends and all them? I mean, how did this all come about? Right. Yeah. So um, I think that uh, so after April the sixth, um, you know, some obviously we all had a plenty of time on our hands to brainstorm what would cool things look like and uh, so I approached uh, Ted and a couple of others about you know here's a couple of ideas um, that maybe we can put something together if you know depending on how um, how things go over the next couple months and and early on you know the the belief was that by the summer you know um, hopefully some of these stay-at-home orders would be over and we'd be getting back to whatever this new normal is going to look like and and the senior open um, idea really took off fast and I and I think we all understand why it's like let's try to find some celebration that we can have for these young men that uh, that have lost 
senior night prom. I mean, all of these things. And, and we all do our own things respectively in our programs to honor seniors. And maybe this year it's probably, um, we've touched on it even more just right. because of, of the state of affairs. But, you know, what could we do that, um, it was, you know, it's not going to be a team event, but really give hopefully a young man to, to putt with their school uniform on in front of their, you know, we were hoping coach, but obviously some change, things changed there. But, you know, in front of mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and, right. and some of those moments that and have a little closure. I mean, you know, we all know that, you know, the majority of our kids after they get done playing high school golf, like they're going to go off into secondary, their next step of life. And, and, and really um, that, that senior year is the closure for golf. Um, and, you know, we get a few that move on to, to play college. Right. But what could we do? And, and, and Ted, Ted's been wonderful, um, supportive. We were able to um, identify a, you know, a, a financial backer to um, obviously, you know, cover a big part of the cost of the event, which was really cool. And uh, so, yeah, it, it really came together. I think it just took a couple people shepherding it to, to, um, to put it, uh, some framework behind it. And uh, we're awfully excited. 115 players wow. getting going tomorrow morning. The weather, you know, uh, chance of showers in the afternoon, but the weather looks to be um, really good for uh, the majority of tomorrow. And obviously, we all know an afternoon shower could mean nothing, or right. it could rain all afternoon. So, right. yeah. yeah. We tee off at 210. There you go. Two, okay. Yeah, 210. So, so we're, I it, think, yeah. the second to, Colton's the second to the last. So. It would really only be all fitting right. to simulate the entire golf season if it was like 35 degrees in the I, morning and then got hot yeah, and then rain. Man, <laughs> Yeah, all, all in yep. one day. All yeah. in one day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, have, yeah. Have you guys followed the? I mean, the Saturdays this year have they not been gorgeous? Oh my I mean, goodness! I, I was, oh, I told everybody this would have been weather-wise one of the best golf seasons we've ever had, just because I mean it was like every Saturday was perfect. Weather. Well, yeah, and, and then yeah. even down here at Country Oaks, you know, we've had. Two weekends ago, it was scheduled to rain all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and then when those fronts hit the river or whatnot, and all went around us, and we ended up with even the the weekend that was supposed to be terrible ended up perfect. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, so. yeah, so yeah. We, we all know. Yeah, so go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll go ahead. Um, yep. But no, we we can't wait to be up there. I mean, and and just to touch on it again, I mean, it's free for you know any senior that wanted to sign up. You know, I think I only saw two 1A kids in there, though. <laughs> Colton's was one. Was it only two? I think yeah. Colton, Colton's one and Turner Royal Turner, out of – out Bloom, From Bloomfield. Bloom, Bloomfield, yeah, okay. just yeah. up the road here. He's yep. he's playing in it. And so. a good field. Several several kids in there I saw on the tee sheet with, with college commitments. So um, it'll, be a, it'll be a good field. Yeah, we, we were um, very pleasantly surprised that um, – I mean, there's – I can only think of one or two players that are playing at the next level that aren't playing. We have 40, over 40 players wow. that are committed to JUCO on up um, playing. So it, it's going to be a great field. It'll, it, it, we tried to spread everything out the best we could so that give some guys a chance to play with people they don't normally play with. Yeah. And that was kind of a part of the reasoning. Obviously, try to take into account some of the longer trips so that those guys weren't teeing off at 8 a.m. Yeah. Um, so, uh, things like that. But you know, I, I think that there's going to be, you know, it's going to be a good, I mean, it's going to take a good number to get to the second day, no question. I mean, it's a, a strong, strong yeah, team, yeah. but, um, yeah. It is. I mean, it's a strong field. I, the real yeah. question is, now that you got yourself into doing this, are you going to do it year after year after year? <laughs> <laughs> Did you start something? That <laughs> well, um, I, uh, considering that uh, I'm going to be missing my wife's birthday, I'm going to tell uh, you that she, she asked the same question. Ooh. She's like, is this like one of these annual things that you and your buddies all of a sudden, every time you do something, it's like now an annual Yeah, event. right, right. And, you know, like, and it, you yeah. know but uh, I, I think that, um, you know, I, I hope for golf that it doesn't, that it is an annual for the sake of that we're all playing golf, you know, back to normal and having those experiences. But I, you know, I, I believe, you know, I've talked to Mike and Ted and, and, and quite a few people that, um, you know, I, I think that it's whether or not the demand's there or not. And uh, you kind of look at it and say, okay, is this kind of a one-off special circumstance or, you know, do we look at, you know, is golf changing and is this something that, uh, you know, that we want to um, 
put in place um, throughout the, you know, during the year. Yeah. And uh, I, I think we'll see next year kind of what that brings. Oh, yeah. Yep, exactly. So then our next topic is the team event. And that, a lot, yeah, of, a lot of people yeah. excited about You'll, that. Your, your tea times are out already. I saw everything. 72 teams. Uh, what, we got six different locations? Yeah, yeah. So we had a couple of uh, last-minute um, entries early yesterday, and because tea times hadn't been out, we let them get in. And, and we're really trying to be all-inclusive the best we can. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, we ended up with 74, 74. Um, which is a great, great turnout. And uh, tea times are officially posted. So they'll um, – um, you know, that's all on the IGA Junior Tournament page that's uh, pretty easily accessible. Um, all six sites are, uh, kids are teeing off number one on all sites. Uh, so you'll, That's uh, great. Yep. Um, yep. Basically the morning, um, at each of those golf courses between eight, eight thirty is, uh, kind of the start, although down at country Oak, seven thirty central time, but, um, no, we're on Eastern here. Yeah. But, no, you're Eastern. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Okay. We are Eastern. Yep, we are, yep. we are Eastern at country. Oh, yep. I gotcha. Okay. Well then I'd probably. Um, confused Trey down there when I sent him 7.30 Central Time. He's probably like, oh yeah, that's 8.30 Eastern Time, Josh. <laughs> oh, so um, you, good, did, good, you, yeah. did, you did the tea times in? Uh, well, I I worked with Paxton to set up the actual times. The Blue Golf, actually, what you do is you just type in kind of what your spread's going to be, yeah. and uh, Blue Golf um, randomly does it. And that's uh, kind of... Well, we so we, yep, there's no Westfield bias of trying to move things around. It's uh, it is kind of nice. This well, is, we'll, we'll decide off. we'll yep. decide that after it's over. Yeah, the yeah. Just, but, yeah, there you go. But our yep. big, our biggest concern was we didn't know when we leave this podcast and walk across the putting green here at Country Oaks <laughs> because we do our podcast at Country Oaks here. Oh, okay. Um, we're per- oh, that's we're, awesome. We're perched high atop the 18th green. Um, I like it. And so when we walk up across the putting green, we didn't want to have to whip Trey's butt for those tea times. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. We, yep, we, yep. You know, and, and you probably saved him. There you go. So. Yep. Although yeah, yeah. We, we said that uh, we've got Malcolm Dubs here, the South Knox coach that's kind of that's yep. coaching the team that, that we've put together out of Country Oaks here. And, and, and this is right on his practice time every day at 8 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the kids should be comfortable. Uh, exactly <laughs> they, right. They, <laughs> I told him, hey, if you, if you guys can uh, work hard and get your e-learning done, we started working about a month and a half ago with them. And I said, listen, if you guys oh, are committed, I'll put you through the grinder. We, and we have. And they've been, every one of them's been here on time. And most of them are here by 730 every morning and warming up. And I mean, we go at eight and we work. Yep. That's awesome. Good so, for you, Coach. That's great. Yeah, you know, you've got to bring a little bit of flavor to keep them out of trouble early in the morning. I think some of them might be just getting up. <laughs> you get just getting in from the night before. So, Coach, you've you've got to be just ecstatic about the turnout in the team event. Yeah, we were. You know, as you guys said at the beginning, you know, when you put something together, obviously you want it to go well, and and you want it to be received well, and and you just don't know when it's when it's something that's new. I I, I do. I'm very happy with the turnout. We were. We were hoping to get 10 plus teams in every qualifier so that, uh, we had a nice spread and that happened, um, yeah. 15 at, at Harrison Hills, which was the most, um, and a lot of, a lot of places up our way. Um, Harrison Hills, a nice way out. So a lot of guys want to go over and see that golf course for the first time. So it was, uh, it was great and, uh, extremely, you know, just so lucky that golf pros you know, around the state were, I mean, jumped on it. I mean, the, the, the calls I made, I mean, every pro was immediately, Hey, oh, you know great. what, that, that date's open. We will support you. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's a collaborative effort. As that's you guys fantastic. Know. And, and it's amazing yep. on how these pros and these courses around the Southern and Southern part of our state. And I'm sure around the whole state have really helped these kids out. Cause we've been to a number of courses and they've all been extremely accommodating and welcoming and wanting these kids out there to play because they know it. No, exactly right. Yeah, no, it's uh, – and and I think golf courses in general right now are doing a better job of – you know, they just understand, like, you know, these guys, this is like the future of our game is is in these young people's hands. And try to remind people of that when, you know – the old adage, you know, it used to be a, golf, a high school team would show up and maybe the golf coach didn't pay as close, close of attention as they should have. And so they got kind of a bad rap of yep. not being, you know, courte- things like that. And, and that, that has just changed. And, you know, we, we try to, 
you know, impress upon our guys that we're guests, but also those that, that this is the future of the game. And, and if we want to play when we're hopefully a little older and have a little more time on our hands, we need these guys paying their green fees in the future. That's so right. there's places. And uh, so that's kind of the goal of all of it really is to, is to keep the, uh, keep the game moving forward. So exactly. So yeah, 18 teams are going to advance up to Purdue two days later. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yep, 18 teams, and, and all 18 will play both days, so there's no cut. Um, and uh, so that, and that will be um, – I don't know if you guys have been up to Ackerman since all the renovations, but great golf course. And, and uh, uh, Dan Ross there has been – I mean, he jumped immediately and said, I'll, um, you know, I'll do what I – I'll do what I need to to, uh, yeah, to make it happen. Um, that event also will be a tea time um, event off of number one as well. So the kids will get an experience of playing the golf course as it's meant to be played, and uh, it, it'll be a great setup. I, I'm, I it'll be fun. Uh, it's too bad that the that the NCAA uh, rules have kind of pushed back all the way to August yeah. for interaction because. Believe it or not, after this was put together, I mean, we had a lot of interest out of college coaches saying, "Hey, we're gonna can't wait to, to get to Purdue and watch these guys play." Of course, they didn't have any other events to really sure. go to, right? So, um, but um, you know, I I would imagine Coach Bradley will peek his head out. I mean, he'll have a couple of guys that are going to be playing for him in the event, so I assume their teams will get out. Yeah, that's kind of what uh, I thought. Maybe yeah, they yeah. there probably will be some people, some eyes on people, even though there's no yep. contact at both right. events. Yeah, yep. on the next week there will yeah. be. Yeah, so yeah, there, there's definitely going to be at the senior open this week. We've yeah. I've I've had communications from quite a few schools um, that uh, I know will will have some uh, uh, some assistants and head coaches in attendance. So it'll be uh, it, it'll be well worth it for if there's still a few kids out there looking to maybe play at the next level. There you go. So, there you go. Yep. So yeah. So six sites. You're going to do it across the board. Three advance or how are you doing it? Yeah, so the um, we use the uh, formula that you would use for like the USAM qualifiers, uh, state am qualifiers. So um, we have one. So the Harrison Hill qualifier math, they'll get four teams out of that one because they got fifteen teams. Yeah, right. And then um, the Legends qualifier has ten teams, so they'll have two advanced there. All others will be three. That's so Country great. Oaks. Ulan Players Club um, and Brookwood, uh, all will be uh, three, so roughly about the same amount. Good deal. This Good really, deal. this really yeah. comes down for me coaching. This would be, or my, it would have been my fourth year in a row coaching in a regional, and this oh. has a regional feel to yeah, it. Absolutely, with what I've seen already signed up. Strong feel. The way it's coming together, it it's really exciting for me to see the experience that some of these yep. some of these young men are going to get that don't yep. normally maybe make it to a regional and get it get that excitement to see from the IHSAA standpoint so it's exciting for me to watch and I, see the I players agree. names that I've seen come through I'm like this is great yeah. I'm, I'm excited you know coach the uh, I, I don't know how you're like our guys when we we said hey here's what's going to happen and and uh you know, we're going to let you choose where, where you want to go. They like, they immediately like Ulan is our sectional qualifier. It's obviously that sectional is a, it's very tough every year. Our kids were like, we're going to Ulan. I mean, it wasn't even like, Oh, we're going <laughs> to go somewhere else. They were like, we're going to Ulan, and right. which I really liked. I'm glad that they, you know, and, and, and our sectional competition, almost all of our sectional is at Ulan. Oh, so wow. it's kind of like, yeah, so it's, it's, it all, it's interesting how it all kind of works out. Players Club is a regional site, and uh, and quite a few of the of the um, of the teams that would go to that regional are going to Players Club, and, and that was the reason why I made those calls initially. I yeah. called Trey because I knew the regional was down there, and it's like those are the sites people want to go play anyways in events. So I thought it was, you know, worked out well. Right. It really did. Absolutely, it really did. Yeah. So, well, Coach. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. We uh, we end our podcast, though, with, you know, three pressing questions now. Okay. You know, right. the podcast is Birdie Bourbon and Basketball. So, yep. Uh, favorite golf memory? Favorite golf memory? Um, I'll tell you what. Um, favorite golf memory, pers- uh, personally, it would be um, – 
you know, walking. We had an individual state champion on our girls' side two years ago, Jocelyn Bruck, and uh, walking those 36 holes and seeing a game plan come together mm. for a young lady that worked really hard and uh, outworked really any player we've ever had. Um, and uh, so that's probably my favorite golf memory that's, uh, that's a non-personal, you know, uh, memory, so. That's yep. awesome. Oh, I bet that was fantastic. Yeah. 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 So, um, what's your favorite bourbon or if not bourbon, what's your favorite beverage? Yep. Um, so I would say, um, currently I am, uh, drinking a, an Elijah Craig small batch from nice. 18 years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yes. So. Good job. I don't that's know awesome. where that fits in your. Is that good job? Yes, there you that, go. That's, right. that's, that's, that's a that's a that's a great pick right there. So, okay. Um, bas- yep. Any basketball? Any basketball memory or anything or any of that yeah. nature? Right. So I uh, I'm a I'm a IU graduate and um, uh, was uh, graduated IU in 2002 and and so I think anybody that was down at IU during during that time. Uh, was watching IU uh, beat uh, Duke in the Sweet 16 of that golf of uh, that yeah. uh, NCAA. I okay. mean, if there was um, any of those events, I mean, the, the Kent State game was probably as fun and, and exciting as well. But um, watching that uh, that second half, uh, I will always remember that for forever. That yeah. was uh, the peak. Peak IU basketball watching for myself. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Good deal. Yeah. You and a lot of people. So, yep, God exactly. bless Carlos Boozer's miss putback. I uh, know exactly. No, AJ Boye. Yep. If, I, if I had a if I had a kid, I, a boy, I only have daughters, but I really I thought AJ is going to be the, my son's name because of that game. You know, yeah. somehow I don't know how a six foot two was able to jump up there and oh, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Well, listen, God Coach, um, I'll let Chris wrap it up, but I wanted to say before that, thank you so much for, you. for your assistance and putting this together. And, and if if Malkin doesn't let us down, if he does his job, I'm yeah. sure you'll see him at a coach's meeting here in, in about a week and a half or a oh, week. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. I'll, I'll, I, I guess I'll see you tomorrow, Coach. I'll come up and try, to, fi- I'll try to find you. So, yep, but, absolutely. Uh, so if you'll anybody- be, um, yeah, you'll see me. I would say if you're going to be there 210, um, I'll either be – I may not be back to starting. Our players are playing. I got we have three seniors. They're playing around ten. So, but I will be there at the scorers table at the end if I don't see you at the Great. beginning. Yeah, so definitely come up and introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah I'd love to meet you. Good. Hey, coach. Even though this will yep. this will actually be dropping after the senior open, but we can get it out on social media and things. Do, uh, are scores going to be on birdie fire? Updated. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, for the senior open. Yep. Okay. So, we will have live scoring on birdie fire for senior open. Okay. I don't know about the team event. It's hard to get right. uh, the yeah. amount of volunteers you needed. You need, but we, uh, we've got that accomplished for the, Great. the senior Great. event. I thought so I saw that. Out. So I wanted to want to confirm that and then we'll get it out. So people can follow the local guys and, and, uh, and everybody, yeah. but, uh, Great. Awesome. Co- Coach, thanks you. Uh, hey. If anybody wants to follow you, you can follow you on Twitter, right? Like I did. That's how, yes, I, that's how we got, got to know or, you know, touch base with you. Yep. So yes, uh, sir. At, yep, that's the best way to do it. At Coach Bryant J. Yes, sir. All right, so. Coach. Well, have a great uh, have a great week, week and a half here, and, and enjoy it, and try not to stress out too much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, okay. we'll do. See you guys. Thank Thanks, you. Coach. All right, bye bye. <laughs> all right, bye bye. That was good to have Coach Brian on talking about all the plans that that we've got with the Senior Open this week, and then the team event starting Monday, and hopefully. For our local squad, uh, Wednesday and Thursday at Purdue, and the the person that is uh, has taken on the task of getting the boys to the state finals is uh, coach of the South Knox golf team, and now the Country Oaks boys coach <laughs> with a Z, uh, Coach Malcolm Dubs. How are you, bud? I'm doing good. I don't know about uh, taking on the task. It was more as I got roped into it. So. <laughs> Uh, whichever way you want to look there you at go. it. We called everybody. <laughs> yeah, you weren't our first choice. I, I, you know, you got to pull out of the bottom of the barrel at some point. Yeah, there you go. Well, you guys have uh, you, you've worked them hard. I mean, they've been up every morning uh, five days a week, and then they're out there on the weekends playing on their own. But every morning they at are. 8 a.m., they're here. So what have you seen, and what do you think? Yeah, no, I, getting into this, and when they come to me and said, hey, we you know, we really want you to coach us. And I go, what? I'm like, are you, what are you guys talking about? First of all, what the heck is this event going on? And kind of heard through the grapevine what it was and 
Tristan comes home one night and goes, Dad, I think you should do it. I, I think we're going to get the team together. And and they go, CB's putting the team together, and it's it's being done. And I go, well, all right, well, whatever. So I come to the course the next day, and Sam's here. And he goes, hey, you're going to coach us, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess <laughs> so. so I go home and tell my wife. I go, hey, I guess I'm roped into something. I'm going to do it. But I said, here's the deal. And then Brian was texting back and forth with me. I go, here's the deal, boys. If you want me to do this, I hate to lose. Yeah. I got to tell you that up front. I said, I cannot stand it. It is a terrible feeling in my gut. I said, if you guys really want to do this and you're committed to wanting to try, I said, I'll commit to teaching you and we're going to work hard though. I said, normally I got two and a half months to three months to put together a game plan to get ready for section. Right. I right. said, we're doing this in six weeks. Yep. So it's going to be a grind on some of these weeks and you guys are going to hate me <laughs> by the end of this, but hopefully by the time it gets time to play, we're going to be ready to play and we're going to be more prepared than we've ever been prepared before to have, to play in an event like this. Right. I'm used to doing this. Mm -hmm. This is what I've done for four or five years. Yeah. I've kind of got our teams ready to peak at the right time. Right. And it's a hard task because some players peak at different times. Sure. So getting five guys to try to peak at the exact same time is always a challenge when you're yeah. playing golf. With, so. And especially without the peaks and valleys that you've seen through an entire season before. That's exactly yeah. right. And learning and learning some guys' swings for the first time for me, knowing you know how they play the ball, what type of swing that they have, what's, what's their short game like, how do they like to play shots. So I've learned a lot from them as we've gone. But what I've noticed is um, we were rough the first week. I mean, we were yeah. really rough. I, I mean, we were very inconsistent. Um, had no semblance of a short game as a team whatsoever. But what I've noticed here, just within the last probably four to five days, I have seen a consistency factor that has dropped on every one of those boys, which has been really pleasing to me. Now, I haven't told them that yet. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. you? And I'm not going to, yeah. and I'm good thing that this thing <laughs> drops after, they the week, after we play. They don't listen to this. Well, yeah. they will today because yeah. they're all talking about it. <laughs> so... Uh, they're wondering what stories I was going to tell. Uh, and we're probably a little bit different than, than when we're talking to Coach Brian about the teams up north. Um, we're smaller schools, and so we've, we've had to kind of combine. Um, right. Some of our schools don't have kids that play golf other than the golf season. So um, we've got uh, two hatchets, Zach Gray, who's the defending sectional champion here, um, Dominic DePass, and then uh, those guys are hatchets, and then your son, Tristan Dubs from mm -hmm. South Knox. Um, and then we've got Sam, my son, Sam Emmons, and, and Chris's son, Colton Brothers, that uh, that are Bar Reeve kids. Four out of the five work at Country Oaks, and they all play here. So right. it's, a, it's a local team. So just has it been – have you seen anything – They've come together more as a team as you've gone on here. You know, it's funny. I was I was telling my wife uh, last night because I was exhausted. Um, just yesterday was an exhausting day for me. Um, I fished on Sunday in a tournament, and I only had about two hours of sleep. And then I get up bright and early to come to practice <laughs> right. on Monday. And I laughed so much at practice yesterday listening to these guys talk and listening to my daughter's been playing with them and practicing with them yeah. every morning and how they all interact. I just sat back sometimes and watched it just right. smile and laugh, but it has been a fun group Good. to actually Good. teach and coach. They're all willing to learn, uh, but more importantly, they're all great kids. Yeah. They're, they're well-mannered. They like to have fun. They like to work hard. And man, I tell you what, it's a blessing when you get all of that and yeah. you don't have to deal with you know, minus the two running those crappy parents. You know? Yeah, right. right. Yeah, you yeah exactly. Yeah, we're so, on yeah, we're on your ass all the time, <laughs> texting you, texting you all the time. Exactly. You know, <laughs> and you don't have time to work anymore, so now we got to figure out how to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, State Farm agents, we don't do anything. There you go. But you know, before all this podcast here today, I told Malcolm, I said, you know, if you need to jump in his ass, jump in his ass. <laughs> well, well, I get on to him pretty good, but CB's worked really hard. Um, he is we started off with a little struggle putting oh, yeah. the first oh. week or so and we started to get some things dialed in that i watched like today we were talking i said how many three putts did you have today he goes i only had one today malcolm i said good because i seen some length of some of those that you had and those are some of them that we'd struggled with yeah. today we're not and that's the consistency factor i was getting right. back to these kids are starting to understand how to play the game and minimize the damage and maximize some of the other things. I'm kind of happy that, in just to, just on a personal level, that we went up to Springfield, Ohio, and played on a course over the weekend. Yes, and it was 
quicker than linoleum. Yes. And he struggled. Yes. And so we talked about it while we were up there. I said, I can't wait to see what Tuesday brings or, you know, when you get back to Country Oaks. Right. Because, I mean, he really struggled. Yep. And so, yeah, yeah, a lot of three points. It's, it's, well, and it's tough. I mean, in quick greens, and especially if you have no confidence putting. Right. It just gets amplified. It gets amplified yeah. on quick oh, yeah. greens. Oh, yeah. it, it makes that two-footer seem like six-foot. It makes the six-footer seem like a 20-footer. Oh, oh yep. God, yeah. Yeah, and, and I was doing it. I was, I was blowing them by. And yeah. I'm like, you know, this is crazy. Well, we've we've seen you putt. <laughs> no, <laughs> the boy's as, but, as hey, Blake will hey, attest, he hey, can putt what he wants to. When I when I want to putt, I can putt. So, yeah, I, you know. So, um, getting back, I, I just want to rehash something that was awesome. That about 24 hours into that, that came out the this team tournament. Colton and I think Sam in 15 minutes had the team assembled. I yeah, think. I, I, yeah, it wasn't long. Wow, ago. and. That's you know, we, we make jokes and everything yeah. else, but you were the, <laughs> the number one that they were talking about. I appreciate so, that. So, I mean, that's, that's you know, I remember sitting on the couch and Colton's like texting Sam and they're, I mean, they're like schoolgirls <laughs> trying to form a super team. I mean, no. you know, and I, that goes back to the indie, the indie stuff. And, you know, the indie yeah. teams can take five of theirs. Down yeah. here, we've got to make a little super team. We right. do. We have to. Yeah. We, we just don't have enough quality players that play it. At, you know, our schools aren't big enough. Right. It really isn't. You have to develop programs. And even then, it's hard to pull kids yeah. to, to, to commit to want to be good. Yes. And that's the hard part. Yeah. But, well, you know, uh, I think it was uh, two years ago, I guess we were playing in the Country Oaks Classic, and the North Knox coach comes over and says, what's your son doing? And, you know, just making a joke. And I said, well, I don't know what you mean. He said, he plays golf outside the season? <laughs> like, yeah. what is this? And, and yeah, I know you've probably run into that a little bit. And, and we, we, we have, you know, in smaller schools, we have part-time golfers. And, yeah. And it's and it kind of created the the necessity to kind of team up and and but you know there's there's uh they're coming together. I mean uh, they uh, are. Colton plays one sport. Sam one. Tristan does. Tristan was a three sport athlete, okay. and he was dang good in all of them. Yeah. And then um, and then I know Zach plays. He plays tennis, basketball, I think as so, well yeah. as golf. Yep. Um, so there is. Um, Tristan and, had an ACL. Tristan did. He he tore his um, knee up in soccer. Soccer, soccer yeah. sectional final. So he's officially not released for full contact like soccer or basketball, but they did release him to play golf with a knee brace. So he's okay. had a little bit of an adjustment coming back. Just now starting to see him swings of what I thought we would see, So good. which is good. good. It's consistency factor. But good. you're talking about these kids working. It, I, I had a meeting with him yesterday, and everything we do is points-related and a qualification for him. So there's competition every day, and it doesn't matter. If you have an off day, you're getting, you're right. getting hammered. Yeah. Today, one of our guys that was the point leader had an off day. And right now, I have one point separating them after every day of practice between three guys. Yeah, And stroke average for every qualifying round we've played, all three of them are the exact same amount of strokes. Nice. Wow. Now, how crazy is that? that now, is. Average wise, and we need it. Yeah, we do, and that's and that's the key to to be able to play well against the teams that are going to be here. They have to be solid, and our bad rounds can't be above an eighty, and our good rounds um, have to be below a seventy four, seventy two. Um, somebody's going to have to come out. We the good news is I've got three guys capable right now of shooting par or under at any given time. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I believe that if all three of them do it at the same time, we're going to be in great shape. Right. If one of them does it and the other two just play like they're playing, um, we're going to be in a really good spot. Yeah. Um, and the other two are playing. I mean, they're playing really well, too. It's just that I've got three guys that are just, I mean, right now they're they're pretty consistent. Good deal. Um, yeah. Which is good. And the other two are not far behind off their heels, which is great. Well, we go off if if, uh, if you hear this on at the end of this week and, and you wanted to come out and, and catch what's going to be some some great team action. Um, the Country Oaks group goes off at eight thirty, so we'll tee off from eight thirty to nine ten in uh, in the five different groups. And this is just like a high school match. Um, play five, score four, unless you need a tiebreaker. Um, and, and as you heard Coach Bryant say, the top three teams are going to go. So. 
Um, I guess you know we didn't ask him what I guess the playoff ties or or is he just go fifth man? That what do you what do you do after that if the fifth man if the fifth man ties then it's going to go to a playoff with your number one starting okay. on hole eighteen. Okay, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. there you so, go. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I that's like, normally how. It goes. Yeah. What do we what do we say? We got twelve. We got twelve teams in. Twelve teams here. Yeah. Right. So three. Yep. So. so three teams will go and and. And you've studied them. Uh, I know Castle's got a team. Uh, Castle's got a team, and they're solid. They took um, uh, Evansville Central's number one, Jack Carter, off of it, and he's playing with them. So Bloomington it, South's coming. Yep. Bloomington South's coming. The real stud team that I think is going to be this one that's uh, close down to Louisville that's coming up with Floyd Central and that. They've okay. been together, a super team down there that's really strong. I think that's who we play. Um, I think that's who we're with. We're paired with, yeah. Yes. The, we'll know where we stand a lot with them as they come up. They're they're a really solid group. Of course, the Evansville North group, I mean, they're probably yeah. be the studs of the field. That was I, the next I, one I was going to say. I, I, here. I looked at them. We've been paired with them in regionals the last two years, um, playing with them, which has been nice for our guys at South Knox. But um, they're a good group of boys to play with, and they're fun to play with as well. Yeah. So. Well, good deal. Um, so – on Monday the 8th, if we qualify, um, you get a day off, and then we play two days at Purdue on the 10th and the 11th. So hopefully we will uh, – our, our next report may be live from a hotel at, at yeah, Purdue exactly. or unless we, you know, unless so, we decide to throw something together and just do it on Monday after the teams so, get done. And, and uh, I don't want to nah, – I got a perfect place for the podcast when we do it up there. There you go. I, Sounds good. I don't want to have to play Country Oaks Tuesday night. Yeah, Wait, I have to. Well, no, we don't have to. Do we don't, have, don't to. have to. No, <laughs> we'll skip league for the night. Yeah, there you, you know. go. So. Well, Malcolm, thank you so much Thanks. for coaching the team. Yeah, I know yep. the boys are enjoying it, and um, we wish you and, and the whole squad nothing but luck. I appreciate it. All Thanks right. a lot. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Hey, that was great. Yeah, that was that was fun. Two really really good guests today. Coach Bryant, Chris, your thoughts on that? I I mean I learned a lot. You know, especially how they you know. Yeah, they got with Chris Kaufman and and everything with the IHSA on the, how to cancel, but really more than anything that you know they are trying to make it better for. Uh, he's trying to do as as much as possible that right, you know for the for these seniors and and these kids that lost their because I mean truly and honestly I haven't seen anything out there for baseball or tennis no and and I'm not looking for it but I'm I haven't not, nothing not nothing's so. jumped jumped out yeah you're right, right. so no I, I I like Josh I, I follow Josh and I've been in contact with him so I mean yeah uh hopefully I'll be able to see him you know yeah on this past Wednesday so well he um and I thought it was interesting you know that takes a lot of work a lot of organization with you know with, with, with multiple sites and and it was awesome because to get you know eight turned out to be six facilities to schedule time on not terribly short notice but yeah they had to get things ready and and uh and then you know for well and then another site for the senior open so really seven sites hosting major tournaments here in the next week right 74 so, teams and i mean in that in that tournament yeah yeah so, and mean, and how many in tomorrow or uh yeah tomorrow at the senior open or wednesday i forget we're, 118 i think so 118, yeah, yeah, yeah. 118 boys tomorrow so awesome. um yeah, so a lot of planning. So thanks to Coach Bryant. And you know what? It was, uh, it was a lot of fun talking to uh, Coach Dubs from uh, South Knox and now the coach of the Country Oaks boys. I, I like Malcolm. I, li- I like the way he approaches it. I like the way he's teaching them. Um, I, I just like Malcolm all the way around as, well, a, as a coach. And we've said bo- many times we've both got kids on the team and they are just loving it. Yes, they are loving his approach. I wasn't on his team in high school. I would have had a lot of putts. To I don't do. think you would have made it. <laughs> I'd still be out there putting. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he works hard, and as as in in the interview, I mean, you know, they're here at seven thirty in the morning, yep. in basically summer conditions right now because they yeah. could easily be sleeping in, right? And they're here every morning seven thirty, and they're not done until about ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, That's good. So, I mean, I, I I love his approach. Well, and as we discussed, a lot a lot of good competition. I mean, yes, I know there's good teams up up north, but uh, there's going to be some quality quality teams here next Monday, and and uh, you know, well, well we, he, we hope our boys can yeah. can can do something. As he said in the in the interview with with Coach Bryant, also when he chimed in, it, it I started diving into it, and it is a regional field yeah yep you're exactly right it is 
the regional field here at Country Oaks. So do we need to be here at 10 p.m. the night before to get a cart? I, I actually talked to Trey today, and, <laughs> and he said that somebody called, and they wanted oh, six carts, and he said, ma'am, it's first come, first serve. Yeah. That's a story for another podcast, some of those regional stories yeah. from yeah. Oaks. Well, they, they bring campers, don't they, and sleep yeah. in the parking lot overnight. Yeah, they're, the first one last year for the regional was got here like at about 7, 7, 7, 15 for the next morning. Yeah. So. So, um, but our boys tee off early, so hopefully we'll get a card. Yeah, we're right out of the chute. Our uh, our number five will go at eight fifteen ish. Yeah, eight thirty. Whatever. Yeah, eight thirty. Yeah. So, so we're right out the gate. The first the first five groups, and um, but yep. I don't know. Again, we may may do something that day. Who knows? Yep. But yeah, uh, yep. I like Malcolm. Thanks, Al. Yeah, he he's doing a great job. We're, we the and the boys couldn't be pleased. Really, doesn't matter what we think. It, <laughs> the yeah. boys love it, yep. and uh, so well, good luck to everyone. Your, yep, your absolutely. Son, both and your son uh, one Monday. Thank so. you. Yep. And uh, if you actually you this will this will get downloaded on Thursday morning, so um if anybody else that you know might be playing in that senior open, hopefully Colton will get to day 2. You can get those scores on Birdie Fire and and follow the action, see what the boys are doing up at the up at the Legends. So yep. anyway, it was good having Malcolm and coach uh, coach Brian on the show today. Yes it was. Let's go ahead and plug the event coming up at Country Oaks at the end of the month. The uh, Classic uh, so it'll be Saturday, Sunday, June 27th, 28th. Um, long, long time tournament here at Country Oak. Yep, Started off the Pepsi nice. Classic and then became the Black Buggy and the Belt Tech and Baymont. the Baymont Inn yep. and had a lot of good sponsors over the years and good some really good tournaments. So. Yeah, didn't get to play it last year due to rain. Rain, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, four different flights. There was a flight kind of for everybody. They flied after the first round, um, 10% improvement rule in effect and i know they're already over a third of the way full so they're only taking the first 100 so yep, call so the pro shop and sign, sign up. up first 100 paid and and uh, so there's you know roughly 70 spots left and those will those will start filling up um i think we're gonna have a fan speaking of high school golf we're gonna have a fantastic high school division in this tournament this year right mm-hmm. um high school golfers youth golfers are really after a few years, which we talked about last week, a few years of kind of not many. There's a lot out here now, and yep. and and the the level of play is is rising. So, what dates the classic? The twenty seventh and twenty eighth. Oh, twenty seventh. Okay. Yep. So what, four week, four weeks from this past weekend, three right. weeks from now. And as we get closer, we'll talk about you know some of the history of that tournament. I was kind of part of helping get that going in ninety nine. I think it was ninety eight or ninety nine. I'd have to look for sure, but. Uh, We've, then, had, we've had some players in that. We have. We've uh, had some players in that. We're hoping that we can maybe get a couple of them. But yeah, we're hoping. I mean, we've had some players come through come through here that, that have played in there. I mean, that play on the PGA. Yeah, so, three and, and have won. Of. Yeah, yeah, and Strel- have won. Strelman's won. Lamley's won. Teeter has been real close and Shank's won on the web.com. Shank, yep. So some top-notch players have come through here back when we had pros, and, and hopefully, you know, we're not promising anything. We're working with schedules and – and uh, media reps and things like that to try to uh, maybe get some of those guys on. But we'll see. Hey, if you haven't listened to the latest Brino show, I had Todd Lancaster on, the sports editor for the Washington Times-Herald. So you might check that out, Brino and Friends show, on everywhere you get podcasts. And That was a good one. Yep. Yeah, T. Lane's a good guy. He hosts his own podcast here in Davis County, and there's plenty of room for podcasts for there's sure. about one or two minutes, so you can skip over if you would like. <laughs> what, what part of the podcast is that? Uh, it's about the 18 minute mark to about the 20 minute mark. You can just oh, you you, know. you charted it. What does it concern? Yeah. What does it concern? And it involves a PJ Tour member and somebody well, comparing them to somebody. A, po- a pod a podcast co-host. Is it somebody that lost last week? Yes. Don't yeah. Talk. Did you lose tonight too? No, I died. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you did better. Hey, you had a tough week. You got pounded on this podcast somehow, and that wasn't my plan. You came up on, yeah, the, on the interview uh-huh. with Lancaster. You had a tough week, so yeah. we're taking it easy on you this week. Oh, thanks. Um, well, hey, we'll be competing for last, I guess, here in a couple weeks. Well, except for I was in second. So, oh. Or you mean in this? Yeah, in yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, okay, well um, – same old thing. If you can give us a five-star rating, if you think it's warranted, we would truly appreciate it. Exactly. Check us out at B3Pod on Facebook and... B3Pod on Twitter. Twitter, right. Twitter as well. 
Um, and hit the subscribe button. That helps us. Travis Brett, Indiana Farmers and Country Oaks would appreciate hearing feedback on the shows. So stay tuned. We're going to try to do a lot of things. Classic week. Um, hey. Have some fun. Yeah, send us a tweet. Send us a Facebook message. Yeah. See what you – tell us who you want on – we'll get them. Or tell us we suck or yeah. we're great or somewhere I, in between. Tired of brothers whipping everybody's, you know. <laughs> he might he, – he listen, our logo's got a crown on it, and he's wearing it right now, Blakey boy. He's wearing something all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Next week um, we will uh, let you know how our boys did. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. See ya.